Are you ready to be entrefied? Let's break free of the life we are told to live. Create freedom and wealth by adding value to others' lives. Challenge traditions, challenge authority, and get entrefied. Hey guys, this is Jeff. I'm here with Patrick. Patrick, how are you doing tonight? Pretty good. Just uh, here in Florida. I have to record off my phone tonight because my hotel Wi-Fi is not the best. All right. You sounded pretty good, Patrick. (laughs) Awesome. One of the things I wanted to talk about tonight was uh, I was actually playing pool in my pool room, and Patrick's been over here before. I got a big room that I have a pool table in. It's kind of an entertainment room, and I added this on a long, long time ago when I was – had another business, and uh, I want to share a story right fast with you guys. I hope it's okay. But um, I was actually in this business, and we, me and my wife was talking about adding on this room. And I was like, okay, I want to go ahead and add this room on. We're probably talking about 10 years ago or longer. Actually, I'm probably shooting it really, really uh, wrong. It's probably been about 15 years ago or something like that. But um, I was, uh, at the time, I had an internet business. I can't tell you really how many different websites I had at the time. At one time, I had like 12 or 13 domains. So I had quite a few domain names, to say the very least. But I had uh, two or three different running businesses, and one of them was a classified website. But um, I was trying to build this room, and I was thinking how we was going to go ahead and do this. And because I wanted a pool room, I know it sounds silly to people, but I wanted a big room, which is, uh, I think this is like 26 by 36. So it'll give you, it'll kind of give you an idea how big the room is. Uh, There's houses, small houses about that size. So I know it was, you know, for a lot of people, they think, well, you don't need a room that big, but I wanted something where we could just entertain and have, you know, like I said, I go in my little room and play pool and relax and, I know me and Patrick, we played, I don't know how many games of pool in the pool room, huh, Patrick? Yeah, definitely. Yeah, I love it. <laughs> but uh, it's it's a pretty big room. And so what, what I wound up doing is we was gonna, going to actually pay for this thing in four or five years. I think that was the goal at the time. But I had this business, and we wound up paying for it as we went. And I remember my wife looked at me, and she said, you're going to, we're going to wait four or five years for this. We don't have the money. I said, no, we'll pay for it as we go. And she said, are you sure? And how are we going to do this? I said, it's going to be okay. And we did. And we paid for it. And it, to me, it was a huge accomplishment at the time to pay for something like that as you went. You know what I mean? It was just, it was massive for me. I mean, it might not be for a lot of people out there, but back, back then that was, that was really good, I thought. So we got this room, and I got my pool table in here. But I go in here, and I relax. And one of the things that I wanted to talk about with you guys tonight was when I play pool, I'm thinking about things. But, you know, if you play pool, it's about laying things out. And whether you like pool or whether you don't, that's not really, the, it's not really where I'm going tonight with uh, the story. With this game, you have to learn how to lay things out and line up your next shot. That's one of the most important things. But I wanted to talk about with you tonight about that because 
so many times in life we accept what shows up. And you've got to learn to lay out what you want to see in your future. Because if you always play the game of life is, well, I'm just going to see what happens. I'm going to get an education. And uh, then I'm just, I don't know what happens after that. I understand starting like that, but eventually you need to get to the point where you at least know the direction that you want to head. So if you're finding something like an occupation that you're in, okay, you, you want to get educated in that, that field. Well, what's your goals beyond that? What's your five-year goal? What's your 10-year goal? It doesn't mean it's going to happen. It just means that you're putting something that you can work toward. Do you think that's important, Patrick, in regards to when somebody's starting out? Do you yeah, think just goals are important, or what's your thoughts on that? Yeah, I really like um, I really like to work off of uh, 30, 60, 90-day goals because it helps you stay focused on something. And when you have metrics that you're tracking, uh, it helps you feel like you're making progress. Uh, I saw a study somewhere. Man, I wish I had the statistics pulled up. But the, there was a study somewhere where these students in college, they had written down their goals, precisely what they wanted uh, in a time frame. They used a SMART method, and uh, which is uh, basically giving a specific date, a specific amount of time, and a specific goal they wanted to do. And it generally had a metric and buried inside, like, I want to lose 10 pounds by May 1st, 2020, and like that's a smart goal. That's a very specific goal. So having very specific goals that you can track and you get metrics, I think that's very important. And, uh, you know, it kind of leads into what I was talking, going to kind of hit on tonight, and that's critical thinking. And I think critical thinking is very important when you're working in business, when you're working and making decisions. Uh, it's very important that you – think critically of what you're about to do before you do it. So kind of like what you were talking about with the building, the extra room on the house, I think it's very important that you uh, use critical thinking to kind of look at the situation and be like, is this a good idea? Is this, is this what I want to do? Is this going to keep me motivated going? Because clearly you said it was a big step for you. So clearly I, th I think it's definitely something you really wanted to do. Yeah. Um, and so that's good. And that keeps you going, um, hitting those milestones and celebrating. I think it's very important that when you do set goals uh, to celebrate when you accomplish them because a lot of people don't do that. I know myself, I, I, I'm included because let's say you have a 30-day goal of, uh, let's say, not eating any chocolate for 30 days. That's a pretty big goal. I mean, it's a really big deal. And you don't want to eat any chocolate for 30 days. That's pretty – pretty simple so come come day 30 you you should definitely celebrate i'm not saying go eat a tub of chocolate but i'm saying you should be like you know what this is i, I did it i accomplished something i accomplished this goal and now when you hit that 30 day marker you have the decision to do i want to keep this goal going do i want to keep this because now it's a habit after 30 days it's a real it's a buried in habit so you're like, okay, do I want to keep this going in my life? Do I want to keep this goal moving forward um, and, and still going? But I totally, totally got off topic on my 
on that analogy with or on that study done in school. But in school, they, they had took a bunch of kids and they a certain a certain amount of them wrote down specific goals and the uh, the other half of the class didn't. And I think it was like a massive number. You know, I'm going to look that up while you take over, Jeff. All right. That sounds good there, Patrick. But I think what he's talking about is setting goals. And one of the things it does is gives you something to move forward, which we've already talked about on that. I'm writing that down. I hope y'all got, hope you guys can see it in the notes. I got a lot of things to go over. So I'm actually going to get more of this podcast now. I kind of stammered a little bit on the pool example, but I wanted you to see that laying things out is super important. Uh, and it helps me think. And that gets me to my next point. Find something that is a release for you guys. So if you like something and it helps you, one guy told me one time, I said, you know, here, I, I used to be in the martial arts a little bit. And um, I asked this guy, I was like, you know, I'm, I'm in my forties, you know, why should I do this anymore? He said, well, do you like it? And I said, yes. And he said, well, that's reason enough. And I thought, you know, that makes a lot of sense. So the truth is you have to have an outlet. You know, it's about when you're going through, yes, you want to accomplish goals, but you get to a point where you're enjoying yourself and that stuff matters. So find something that helps you think or find something that helps you relax, but take enjoyment in your days. And we've talked about that before. But one of the things I wanted to talk about today was is in this day and time, we have a lot of things in our job. There's more regulations, more efficiency. There's always, you know, try to do more, try to be better. And you'll start to find out in the future, because I know this is going to happen. I see it lining up. You know, I see so much of this around me now where things are getting, people are getting more knowledgeable. And when they get more data, they start trying to manage things better and become more efficient. So you have scenarios like somebody goes in and they try to do penetration testing on a company and then they find out their weak points and then they build up their weak points and then they start figuring out how they can get less sick time and how people can be more healthy by work, by exercising at their workplace or, you know, having special times where they have diet coaches and things like that. So as we go on, there's going to be more change that's coming. And I know that is very scary. So change Obviously, it's scary for most people, but I want to encourage you that you either make the change now or you're going to be forced to change later. That's just all there is to it. So what I'm encouraging you to do tonight is I want you to start to recognize the things that's coming down the road, the things that you need to do better, that you need to look at and say, hey, these are the areas of my life that I need to sure up. And I'm kind of getting a little bit further in the podcast. But I'm going to go ahead and bring this out. And this is what I wanted to talk about. Yes, focus on the things that you do well. But also focus on those things that most people don't. How can you be better? What's those, what's that area, those areas of your life that you could be even better than where you're at right now? What makes you, what, what makes you great from good or good to great, so to speak? So if you'll start working on those things, and that could be your diet, could be exercise. I mean, it could be that, you know, you've got everything in check, but you could spend 30 minutes extra a day studying in your field. You know, I heard it said one time, I think Brian Tracy said this, to spend extra time in your field every day. 
And it makes sense. I mean, if you start putting that extra time in, that hour, you know, two hours if you can, but at least start with something. My question to you is, what's important to you? And what do you need to work on? So that's something that you can address. But the change, you either make it now or you make it later. And it's forced on you later. So just know in your job, I mean, it's going to get harder. That's just the way it is. They expect more. They expect you to be educated. They expect you to have more experience. They expect you to be passionate. They expect a lot of different things. And if you have, and they expect you to be creative too. A lot of these jobs, you have to make sure that you're creative. You're thinking outside of the box because what worked yesterday doesn't work today. You've got to do something different today to keep up with the company uh, today because your competitor is getting smarter. And I'm not saying it's all about competition, but what I'm saying is that you need to recognize where you're at and try to sure up those things that you, uh, your weak points. What do you think about that, Patrick? Yeah, I definitely agree. I think uh, it's very important that you, that you really, you really focus on building your weak points because if you're always focusing on your strengths, I mean, you're not really going to get any better. So, yeah, and so uh, just, just circling back to that goal thing, I found it. So a Harvard business study found that 3% of graduates from their master's program who had their goals written down ended up earning 10 times as much as the other 97% of people put together 10 years after graduation. So – just want to throw that out there, guys. Writing goals will hurt you basically ten times as much as your your peers uh, ten years down the road. Because I mean, it just keeps you focused, it keeps you very focused, um, and just kind of piggybacking off what you were saying there, Jeff. Uh, I want to bring up critical thinking. I, I'm really trying to hit on that tonight because I think that's important, and a lot of things you're talking about. And I want to throw out some hindrance a hindrance of critical thinking that may mess you up in these situations like you're talking about and, you know, working harder on your weaknesses, your job and all that. Uh, so there's one that sticks out to me that a lot of people do and it's called a confirmation bias. And it's definitely a hindrance in the way that you think as a person So basically a confirmation bias is you're looking only for what confirms your previous belief and you're ignoring any contradictions. So, Basically, when I'm talking about uh, pool, like let's say we're talking about pool, like, you know, I, I think that, uh, I don't know, let's say, I think that that a, a seven-foot table is the best pool table, and, and I think it's the best one. And then every everything that you read about, all the reviews, all the people you talk to, you're always saying the seven-foot table is the best table, and you're ignoring the fact that, there's other sizes and that they may be better. And you're only looking up facts about the seven foot table to reinforce your thoughts and be like, and people saying like, Oh, I love seven foot tables. Uh, they're, they're the best. And so, and you take that data and you go back to your, your, you know, whoever you're talking with and be like, Hey, look, this article says a seven foot table is the best table you can get. So you're basically only looking up what you believe in and only using facts about what you believe in and you're not taking in the whole picture. And I think that really blinds you 
to uh, what you're doing. So I think it's really important that you, when you're when you're critically thinking about decisions in your business, that you don't just look at the the roses and the and the and the the pretty side of things and say, oh, you know, if I do this and I keep researching this and every everything I research says I should do this, and you're only focusing on one aspect, you're not looking at the whole picture. You could definitely gonna mess up. Definitely gonna mess up. So, yeah, that's. Well, what do you think about that, Jeff? Makes a lot of sense. I think you know. I heard it once said one time uh, that you got to remain teachable. You know, and if you get to the point where nobody can talk to you, you got all the answers, and you know, that's where you cut off your root system. You can't learn anything if you know everything. So I definitely agree with that. And being teachable. I wanted to bring out just a few more things that's in line, I think, with this. But one of the things is, is I want to, I want to tell you about or talk to you about sticking, sticking to specializing. You know, there's so much, you know, generalization. I think a lot of times right now, one of the main things that puts somebody ahead is I'm not saying not have any generalized knowledge, but get to the point where you're specializing in the field. Figure out the things that you don't want and put them aside. I'm not saying there's not an exploring time where you're you're like, you know, I don't know if I want to do this. I don't know if I want to do that. But make a list of the things that you want to try and then make uh, some quick decisions and say, look, this is not for me. This is not for me. This is not for me. I'm going to focus my efforts on specializing in this area. Laser-like focus is going to take you further than focus on than focusing on many things. So make sure that you kind of specialize in what you're doing because there's too many people that generalize in what they're doing. So focus on that. But one of the other things that I wanted to talk about tonight, and this is super important, is make a plan, have your goals together and work the plan. Don't you don't you don't have to get to the point where you're like, oh I gotta figure it out every day. No, you make the plan and follow the plan, and it works out. That's how it works. I mean, yes, it's not going to be exact, but if you have something that, that's kind of on paper, this is what I want to do, you know, and you have goals that you can meet, you got a high chance of, of receiving a lot of those goals and, and making those goals. But that's really all you have to do is, is find the goals, find what you want to do, and that leads me to my next point. Find the success principles in the area that you want to succeed. Find out how to succeed and just apply them. You keep doing that every day and you, you keep making adjustments where you say, okay, hey, that didn't work, but maybe I can switch a little bit, change up a little bit, and I can keep rolling. You know what I mean? So you're getting that, you're getting that feedback. But that's just really there, all there is to it. I'd like to give one example of this. And I'm going to put you on the spot, Patrick. Both okay. of you on the spot. I'm just going to come up with something wild, okay? Something okay. that I don't even really want to do. Okay. All right. Be Let's say, for instance, I wanted to be a doctor because I've never wanted to be a doctor. It's just not something I wanted to do. What would I need to do to be a doctor? Wouldn't I I'd go find out what it meant to be a doctor? I'd try to find a model. I'd probably try to do an internship. I'd probably 
Every time I seen a doctor, I'd probably be asking questions. I'd be doing research of what I needed to do to get into college. You find out the success principles for what you're needing to excel at. And then you start going after those things. And that's how you approach it. But more importantly, you take action. Not just know what to do, but actually start to do things. What do you think about that, Patrick? And what would be yours, Patrick? I'm going to put you on the spot now. Basically a job I don't want to do? Is just that what something I'm... that just way out. Let's just use an example. If you had something like, oh, man, I don't, I don't want to pick it for you. You want me to pick it for you? Yeah, yeah, yeah pick it for me. Yeah. <laughs> let's say you wanted to be a lawyer. Okay. Yeah, How would you go about, what's the success principles you think? What would you do to try to find the success principles to be a lawyer? Well, actually, I heard something really good recently. Uh, it talks about um, a simple concept. It, it, it's a plus one, minus one, equal two. And so basically what you do is, is you find someone who is a plus one, so someone who is better than you at something. So I would find somebody who's, already got their law degree or not not even somebody who's got a lottery, maybe just somebody that is already um, in law school, just in law school, because they're clearly above me. Then I would find a minus one. So I would maybe find someone who is interested in becoming a lawyer and, and not really, or not even interested in becoming a lawyer, just they don't know what they want to do. And then so I could find a minus one, someone I can mentor and be like, hey, I'm thinking about being a lawyer. Here's Here's what I know. And then an equal to finding somebody who is in my same situation, a peer that I can kind of talk to and, and, you know, go through the journey together. Because, you know, one thing I'm starting to realize as I get older is it's not about what you learn. It's about who you meet and and who can, because really at the end of the day, yeah, you're you're smarts, you're you're genius. It's going to get you in the door. But it's not going to keep you there. People is what keeps you around, and people should really be your business. And so I think the most important aspect is to find people that could help me get there. But, you know, and that's yeah, that's what I think. Yeah. And so in closing, I think that's what I I would do. Well, that's, that's really good because I never heard the plus one, minus one, and then one uh, – the one that's kind of below or on the same level, excuse me. Well, yeah, it's a, yeah. Plus one, minus one, equal two. So just plus minus equal simple. (laughs) Okay. Well, that leads me to this guys. Well, actually first, before I go into that, uh, as far as if you're a doctor or you're a lawyer, I'm I'm not against you. Okay. (laughs) It's just not, I've never wanted to be a doctor, but uh, I wanted to talk to you guys about coaching. If you want to know, how to take it to that next level, regardless if you're just a single person or if you're a corporation company. I mean, it really makes no difference. Uh, go to our website and go to entrified.com and there's a form on the website and you fill it out and we can talk with you. Just send that and tell us a little bit about your situation. Uh, we can talk to you on the phone, hopefully help you there. And we've got varied experience levels and different things. I've been in a lot of different businesses. Uh, man, just a lot of things in my past in regards to that, uh, a lot of good experiences too, but a lot of things I find it's about setting a plan and working the plan. But, you know, a lot of people say, well, how do you know how to do something if you've never done it? 
I mean, I've been in the tech field for years and years, and one of the mistakes that people say all the time, and they don't even realize, I don't, I, I don't think that they're doing it, is they say, how do you know so much? Because I, I used to get that all the time, and I, I told them, I said, look, it's not that I know so much as I know how to troubleshoot. And that's what I'm talking about with coaching. That's what I'm talking about, about getting you to the next level. I don't have to be a doctor. I don't have to I don't have to be a lawyer. I don't have to be any of those things. If you know how to troubleshoot any of those occupations, excuse me. If you know how to troubleshoot and you know the process of elimination and you know how to put a plan together, you can take it to that next step in most cases. So guys, I encourage you to go to our website, fill that out. We can talk with you, see if we can help you and where you're wanting to go. And I appreciate you uh listening to our podcast. We hope you got something from it. Patrick, do you have anything else to add? Nope, just uh, write down your goals, guys. (laughs) We'll see you next time. Bye-bye. Bye-bye.